Hi, I'm Bill Terranova. I'm the general manager at the Oakland Bistro and Bar and food and beverage general manager at the Forester by Hyatt Place Hotel in Lake Forest. And you are listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and I also live in Lake Forest. And today we are joined with Bill Terranova, general manager of the Oak and Bisho Bar. One of the goals of the podcast is to help out our local businesses by putting a spotlight on them. Let's chat with Bill and see what's up at the Oaken. Bill, thanks for coming on with us today. How are you doing today, Pete? Doing good, but not as good as you, man. Your place is happening. We had to put yeah. off this this uh, call. You're so busy. You just When did you guys open up? We opened up uh, April 7th. So the restaurant and the hotel opened up April 7th. We've been pretty fortunate to have a lot of the community out coming to see us. I saw something in the Tribune. You had the mayor out there. You had uh, the Chamber of Commerce out there. Did you have a soft open or was just a hard open? How did it go? We had a couple days of soft open. You know, my niece got to come and enjoy the food a little bit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we, we, uh, we had a couple days of soft open to try and get used, but then right into it, you know, there's... There's no better way to get moving than get moving. So let's start with you. I mean, uh, where are you from? We had a little chat before the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we know some uh, some people in the city. Did you grow yeah. up in the city? The burbs. What what's your story? Born and uh, born and raised in Chicago. Originally from the West Side, from the Austin neighborhood. Middle school and high school out in the suburbs. I went to Elk Grove High oh. School. We lived in okay. Desplaines. Yeah, we oh had a restaurant God. in Desplaines. Mm-hmm. My wife went to Elk Grove. Okay, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did um, you go with uh, Smashing Pumpkins? No, Eha, so, James Eha. Uh, James Eha, yeah, yeah. No, uh, James Eha, I missed. He was just um, a touch older than me. And his brother went to school with my little brother. And I think when my brother was a freshman, he was a senior. From what I understand, he was better than, than James was. So, <laughs> so um, holy but, crap, that's awesome. Yeah, right. Uh, no, right. seriously, my, my wife, brother-in-law, got like six or seven of us in Lake Forest that all went to Elk Grove High School, man. The yeah. uh, the the Grenadiers? The Grenadiers. The Grenadiers. How yeah. could you how could you name a have a, a mascot? What is it? What that, that bottle of red stuff or yes. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we make kitty cocktails at, at halftime. It's a uh, guy who throws the grenades, the old cartoon grenades that look like a, a baton that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's what our Got mascot it. was. Either that or the cartoon bowling ball with the fuse on. Got it. So hey, I don't, Bill, I, we, we got we hold on, Bill. We got Scoo yeah. coming in. Scoo Walker, the voice, Lake Forest Scout. So, so how many people did you have coming in today, man? That uh, we we had about uh, probably a quarter of the dining room, but it was just you know oh. it's just me and another server, and I had and we had a bunch of people uh, coming in at the bar today. So yeah, I was yeah. I was uh, doing my best Tom Cruise for lunch. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the bar business, man. Oh, you got to do it all. Yeah, hey, you got to get down you, there. You can help oh, them out. You know, I'll tell you what. Well, I'm kind of a big guy, so behind the bar, you know, it's uh, I create more problems. We, we <laughs> have a brand help. new bar that's very spacious. You know, and we're we're. we're <laughs> We're still always looking for some good for some good talent over here. So. Oh, oh okay. All right. Well, I, I'm more of the door guy. You know, I'm the hawker okay. outside. Okay. I don't know if they let do they allow hawking in Lake Forest. I've only lived there, two, you know, two or three years. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. 
<laughs> but Austin neighborhood, no kidding, man. That's, yeah, we uh, got we got out of there when I was really young, really young. Yeah, we, yeah, we okay. had a, now, a, a restaurant in Displains on Oakton and River Road. It was called Caesars. Caesars. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it's a Chinese restaurant in a bank now. I'm, I'm going to ask the family about that. Yeah, there you go. I, I was I was a restaurant brat. You know, I, okay. I grew up I got in it. restaurants and racehorses. That was my growing up. Shame about Arlington, huh? It is. It is. We we raced. Um, we raced the ones with the buggies, the trotters. That's what my family owned. Oh, uh, so we like didn't sportsmen and sportsmen Mount, and Hawthorne, Balmoral. Hawthorne, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't do the thoroughbreds, but I loved the thoroughbreds. That was always what I liked watching. It was because it, it was like the creme de la creme. You know. Tell us about the. So you got a hotel and you got the bar next to it. Mm -hmm. I haven't been there. Skew hasn't, you know, been no. there. So Oaken Bistro and Bar is located in the Forester Hotel. The Forester's uh, full name is the Forester by High Place Hotel. And it's the first hotel to open in Lake Forest in 92 years. Long overdue, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's managed by Janko Hospitality. Gary Janko, the owner, is a lifelong Lake Forest resident. He lives... 10 minutes from here, if that. And, you know, I see him all the time. I used to just talk to him right before coming to talk to you. Um, yeah. And he he's, this is his, you know, his baby because it's in his backyard. And um, we're in the Conway Park in Westlake Forest, you know, Conway Business Park. And, you know, the plans had always been for there to be hotels and restaurants within the Conway Park. And it's been open 20 plus years now. And now, now there is. So, you know, we're over there and, we're very unique in the sense that we're a high place with a full service own identity restaurant attached to it as well. So the Oaken has, you know, has appeal to the local as well as appeal to the traveler. Scoo's been in the, in the hood for 57 years. Uh, I've only been here like three. Mm -hmm. Has there always been a hotel there? Scoo, when did this happen? Like, uh, oh, the hotel, Forrester hotel. No, the Forester, Forester's oh. built from scratch. Yeah. This is new construction. Brand, all brand new. Okay. All, all brand right. spanking new. Yeah. How long did that take to get approved, Scoo? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it took a while. <laughs> well, before I was brought on the team. Scoo's looking at me wide-eyed. He said, Pete, what the hell are you talking about? So, <laughs> well, there's only been, you know, one one game in town. Now we have uh, the Forrester. So I guess, Scoo, you know, when we get tossed out of the house by the wives, we got a new place to go. There you go. Come by. I'll mix up a nice cocktail. A lot of new people come uh, moving into uh, Lake Forest, you know, every, every few years. And the veterans like Scoo, they want to know what's going on over there. I, I'm guessing a nice wine selection. You know, let, let's yeah. plug it a little bit. I'm yeah, sure my so wife was all excited. She's like, oh, man, I bet you they got a nice. Uh, I don't know, she brings out the names. I have no idea what they yeah. are, but I know they're going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> so yeah. Forrester Hotel and the Oaken is kind of reverting back to that founding principle of Lake Forest of where science and nature come together, right? Chef Kristen and I get to play the alchemy part, that science part, where we put together some things and we pay respect to nature. So Chef Kristen's menu, for example, is very thoughtful, responsible ingredients, worldly flavors with, you know, an amazing brunch that we have. But, you know, she really focuses on you know, thoughtful and true on, on those ingredients and making sure that, that they're sustainable, making sure that they're, they're used properly and so forth. Um, and I'm trying to bring that as well into the, into the bar program. So our cocktails will have a floral or herbal element to it, along with the Oaken theme. We're going to have an extensive uh, 
whiskey selection, the bourbon selections, uh, a really good bourbon selection right now. And I'll be expanding the scotch and rye as well. Our two signature cocktails, the Oak Tail for the Oaken restaurant and the Forest Mule for uh, the Forester Hotel. They're both whiskey based. The um, Oaken Mule is bourbon based and with Old Forester bourbon to play into there. And then the, uh, the Oak Tail is made with rye. And they're very in innovative, I, I think. They have uh, floral notes, herbal notes, you know, that, that nature involved in it. And that's kind of the concept yep. with all of the, all of the signature cocktails. The wine list is over 15 countries are represented to get a sense of the earth and what difference that makes on the wine. So everyone knows what a California cab is like, and we have those for, for the California cab drinker. But we also have a, you know, South African Cabernet you know, and a Washington Cabernet so that you can see that, you know, just because it's the same grape, the terroir, the, the earth makes a difference, you know, and it's, yeah. it's playing on that, that nature part of it. Also focusing on, you know, being sustainable and, and helping our, not only our environment as in the greater environment, but our environment is in our neighbors. So our beer list is 100% local craft it, around half and half Chicago and then the suburbs that touch Chicago. And only the yeah. small crafts, the artisans. So what that's going to do is make a dynamic list also where you're going to look at it and say, ooh, what does, what does the Oaken have this month? Because those small artisans don't have big runs like Miller would or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So their, you know, their beers rotate. So we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to support those local, you know, those local craft brewers. And that's our entire beer list. Those are, those are the superstars from you know, what you get at the Oaken Five, which is our happy hour program, which I'll tell you about in a sec. You know, everything is local. Um, we have the Oaken Five, like I mentioned. So that's our little happy hour. Being in the Conway Park here, that's, you know, that's a good thing to have for, for them when they're getting off work. So between 3 and 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, we have the Oaken Five. That's five small plate dishes that Chef Kristen comes up with. And then five drinks to go with that. So two wines, a red and a white, one beer and two cocktails. This month, for example, we're featuring two Portuguese wines. That's my way to introduce, you know, a newer wine region. We have uh, Hefeweizen from Naperville, from Noon Whistle. And then we have two, the two signature cocktails, the Oaktail and the Forest Mule, which I want to get out for that. But that's going to change all the time too, the Oaken Five. And everything's $5. All, all those, the dishes and the drinks are all $5 each. Oh, yeah, Scoo. and that's we the can open five. We can, we can handle that. We can handle that. Scoo, you're you you you've been around a long time. What are the locals going to want to know about that place? What questions do you got for Bill? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know about the locals, but I is what uh, is it a kind of stop in type of uh, bar restaurant, or we got to get reservations, get all dressed yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reservations <laughs> reservations are always um, suggested for dinner, especially. Um, but we do have a walk-up bar, little bar area where we have a couple TV screens separated um, by a communal table from the restaurant. But yeah, there's there's usually some good seats at the bar, but you know the restaurant is filling up quick. You know, for example, I was just making new times for her uh, Mother's Day brunch with people. You know, because we're filling up for Mother's Day brunch already. Once the weather gets warmer, we'll have our patio, fireplace, and a little lounge area as well as tables. Great place to go sit and have a nice whiskey by the fire, something like that. We're going to have space for private events up to 150 people when we get into phase five, of course. 
Um, so yeah, we, we have a lot of, lot of avenues to come in and join. You know, we really want people to come stop by. We want the locals to come get a drink, you know, and then come back right. later and, you know, get to know people, get some regulars as well as cater to our travelers as well, you know, and, and give them a great experience when they're coming in for a meeting that's a little bit different. That's, you know, something that they can, you know, quote unquote, write home about, right? I haven't been yeah. out there. Is it a larger patio for the summertime or is it a smaller no, it's a larger patio with the lounge seating and everything. The patio should sustain around 27 people. Oh, you know? wow. Right now we have four tables out there and the, the lounge furniture around the, around the fire pit. Sure, we got to take the wives over there. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard nothing but great things so far. People are excited about it. It's only been open how many days, Bill? We've been open since the 7th. So what are we at here now? We're 12 days. 12 not days, even, okay. Not even two weeks. It's pretty impressive. It's on Scoo's radar already. I'm like, Scoo, hey, man, the place is popping. He goes, yeah, I heard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm going to put that on my business card. I'm going to put that on my business card. We're on Scoo's radar. (laughs) (laughs) We got to hook Bill up with Lynn Kennedy. She's a wedding planner in uh, Lake Forest. She's been on her show a couple times and, uh, she does nothing but the t- five star top notch events. So we're gonna we're gonna hook you nice. up with Lynn Kennedy, Bill. There you go. Uh, Scoot, what else we got for for our man Bill here on the west oh, side? Good for me. I mean, that's great, fantastic, and excited. Yeah. One oh, of, oh, something man. else. Something else we're doing that's pretty innovative is uh, non alcoholic spirits. So oh, not man. not just mocktails of like juice and soda water. We have non alcoholic whiskey drink non-alcoholic equivalent of gin, tequila, um, wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's what, what I, I say, usually get from people. <laughs> give me an old number seven. <laughs> How are you going to give me a non-alcoholic shot of whiskey? I'll let you do it again, but you got to explain it to me. Uh-huh. Okay. How do you do an, a non-alcoholic shot? So there are non-alcoholic spirits out there now. There are only a few months in the market right now. And I tasted them all. And they are all really good. When they mix together, you can have a Manhattan that you think is is a Manhattan with wings. But it doesn't. You're grounded. And it's it's perfect. You know, gone are the days of the Don Draper five martini lunch, right? But you still want something that might be cocktail-like you know, or you're the designated driver and you're sick of just getting like orange juice and soda water. Now I can make you a Manhattan that tastes like a Manhattan has zero alcohol to it. I have three non-alcoholic wines. I have two non-alcoholic beers, one that's like a milk stout, one that's like a pale ale. Um, it's, It's my way to make sure that everyone has something, right? So for the person that doesn't drink, for the pregnant mother, for, you know, the expecting mother, for, um, you know, someone who just is, is the driver or just doesn't want to drink today, has to go back to work, but wants something social. We have something for you, you know, and, and it's 0% alcohol. It doesn't have any in it, but they have the flavor profiles of whiskey and tequila and gin and Campari and vermouths and two kinds of rum. I have a, a dark rum and a light rum with no alcohol in it. So. Who would have thought? Start doing shots. So, Bill, yeah, <laughs> I'm coming in there. 
Give, give me a Jack and Diet. What are you giving me that's not alcohol? How do, how do I do that when I come in to order? I just want to know. So it's actually called Liars, L-Y-R-E-S, apostrophe Liars. S. And they have a uh, whiskey alternative called American Malt. So you would get an American Malt and Pepsi. And there you go. That's your, your Jack and your Jack. I, and uh, I, the, the rest of the podcast is shocked because my mind is blown. <laughs> 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 it's it's a newer segment and it's a very fast growing segment, the non-alcoholic spirits segment. Yeah. And you know, opening now when it's when it's becoming prevalent in the market is perfect because I get to open with it. My bartenders are used to it, you know, and we get to huh. we get to build something with it, you know, rather than rather than just throw something together. We're able to offer something that's actually, you know, more thought put into it. And and more similar to that social experience of cocktail. So, oh man, you definitely don't want pee behind the bar then. Someone calls <laughs> for a non-alcoholic rum and coke or whatever. <laughs> He'd be mixing that up. <laughs> yeah, it takes something to get used to. I have, I, I also have two styles of beer, non-alcoholic beer. I have a milk stout and a pale ale, and I'm going to be bringing on an IPA soon. And these are, and like I said before, with the beers, these are also crafted local here in Chicago, you know, so it's, it's pretty interesting what you can do behind that bar. You know, being a former chef myself, my creative outlet now is at the bar. And I nice. want, I want to make sure that everyone's taken care of. Hey, Bill, how do you, how do you go about getting, you said um, you're using a lot of the local uh, mm -hmm. brewers, mm -hmm. so to speak. How do you go about getting in touch with them or? So you find, you, you know, there's two ways. One's through the distributor. That's the main way restaurants will get their, you know, their product and so forth. And then you find some that you know about or you look up and, you know, you contact them directly. Who distributes you? Sometimes it's, it's direct distribute. You know, I've, I've contacted a couple of them that they're like, oh, we only distribute ourselves. And, okay, I'll buy from you too. You know, I have more beer vendors than wine vendors, which I've never had before <laughs> because of it, you know, but you just want to make sure that you have, you know, you, you have your bases covered. You know, if you're going to do something like this, you need to have those replacements for something. And I have replacements for everything. You know, anything that I use that's unique or boutique, it, it has a purpose. Everything's there for a purpose. And, um, you know, we, we just find those, find those elements to put in and give the best experience because, you know, I, I always like to say that there's great food and wine everywhere. What makes you memorable? You know, what makes you memorable is going to be your service, your atmosphere, and, and what you're offering. How unique are you? How much thought is put into it? You know, and we all put thought, all of us in restaurants put thought into what we're going to, what we're going to put out to our customers. And, you know, for every hundred restaurants, there's 200 great ideas, you know, and it's, it's, it's up to us to live by a direction and you know, garner that and nurture that into something that people want to come and enjoy. So, are you looking at the local brewers that you're pulling in as a fixture or rotating in and out every once in a while? So, there's going to be a couple fixtures, but for the most part, it's going to be a rotation in the same area, right? So, for example, there was um, a brewery in Highwood that didn't have a lot of. Um, of what I wanted from them available, but it's going to be available later. So they'll rotate in with some, you know, and someone else's place will move to something, you know, a different, a different style of beer or whatever, but there's always going to be room for everyone. You know, with, uh, I look at it as like that four quarter system, you know, that seasonal system mm -hmm. and there's going to be room for everyone. So someone that might not be on 
right now in, in late spring, they'll be on in the fall, you know, with some, with another, another uh, selection of something. There'll be a couple mainstays, usually the ones I like most, <laughs> but uh, and there'll be a couple mainstays. And, uh, but for the most part, we're going to have a, a really nice dynamic list that gets to really showcase all of our friends that are doing, you know, these artis artisanal uh, beers and so forth. Because I don't know if you know this, but Chicago, the Chicago area is the number one craft brew market in the country right now. So we are doing some wonderful things here with craft brew. And um, I want to showcase that. I want to make that known. Help me out, Bill, because you made that statement about the Chicago craft beers. Mm -hmm. Isn't it just putting more hops and more hops and more hops and more hops. <laughs> so if you, if you focus on IPAs, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you don't focus on IPAs, no, there's, a, there's, and, okay. and I am not a brewer. I am speaking layman from someone who talks to a lot of brewers. Yep. Yep. There's yep. Fine art with a lot of them, you know, and it's a lot like what I talk about with wine. When I would go um, in the past, I had, you know, hundred percent Italian wine lists and I would talk to people I'm a red drinker. I'm like, okay, but you, you really need to understand that tasting their whites tells you how good they are because a red wine just ages and, and becomes beautiful itself. Whereas, you know, the delicate white wine has to be nurtured. And that's the same thing with beer. You know, these, these brewers are true artists and, and what they're doing speaks volumes. And when they don't, when they don't um, produce in mass quantity, like the big boys do, nothing wrong with the big boys, but you know, yeah, yeah. They've got it down to a science of that one beer. Whereas, you know, the artists, they're doing it all by hand and they're doing it. They're checking on it every day. The person who's selling it to me is also tasting it every day to make sure that it's at the right, you know, at the right stage of its brewing and so forth. And there's something very beautiful about that. You know, it's, it's a very uh, old and noble profession. And I really want to showcase that with people. So, so Bill, to close this out, we're going to recommend people to go by. Can you kind of paint a picture of like how it's going to work, you know, with COVID and all that? Mm -hmm. you, you, are you going into the hotel? There's a side entrance for the bar. Do you get a temperature check? You know, what's, what's yeah. going on? So we have, uh, you, enter, you enter the Forrester Hotel and to the left is the front desk, to the right is the restaurant. We have an opportunity here opening when we do. As the pandemic is hopefully winding down and everyone knows what, what they have to do to, to adhere to rules and so forth, well, we're opening starting with those, right? We don't have to pivot. We don't have to, it's in our culture. The precautions are in our culture from the start. You know, we don't have menus. We have wood engraved QR codes, you know, that are on nice. every table because fortunate enough to know what's expected of us. So we're opening with that and, and we're used to it and accustomed to it right away. So that's, that's one of the things we're taking all the precautions. If you know, you can see, I'm not wearing an ascot. I actually, right, 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 my, right, right, right. my yeah, Oaken yeah. mask, you know? So yep. we're, we're, we're taking our precautions. We have, you know, extensive uh, hand-washing stations and sanitizer stations, all of the things and beyond, you know, what we're, what we're obligated to have, we have more. You know, right. because we are opening, knowing what to expect. And that's, you know, that's one of the advantages we have opening when we do is that we're able to make that a part of our culture from the beginning. So, so do the, the, the reservations, obviously the weekends are going to be slammed. Like when, mm -hmm. 
if you don't have a reservation, okay, Friday, Saturday, get it. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, like what's I gotta bring the in-laws. Yeah. When, when should I go? Come in at the beginning of the Oaken Five, you know, and, okay. and that's a good time. Um, I would think, you know, we're we're yeah, we're 12 yeah, days into changed. this. Yeah. yeah, we're 12 days into this, and I've had a slam Tuesday night, you know. So yeah. um, but we uh being in the in the Conway Park when business starts coming back there, you know, yeah. then, then we're gonna have huge lunch crowds. You know, yeah. and once the travelers start coming back and they're, they're starting to come back and, you know, that's that's one of the things that, um, you know, we look forward to in 2021 is, you know, people are supporting local. We saw a lot of that during lockdown when people would order direct and, and support. And there was an awareness, too, that, you know, the the online platforms, for example, they, they cost the restaurant, you know, and. Um, people were starting to order more responsibly directly from the restaurant and, and supporting them in that way. And I think that that's one of the things that we're looking forward to in 21 is seeing people come back and being able to thank them with really good service and, you know, not skipping a beat and, and giving them a great time out after, you know, not having for so long. And we are available on all of these platforms as well. So if you're using right. the DoorDashes of the world or whatever, yeah. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're on these platforms and if you're still not ready to come out, we're there for you. You know, we have takeout and curbside pickup. Well, not curbside pickup, but we have takeout and we right. have pickup. And, you know, so we, we have that if you're not ready to come dine with us, but we are taking all the precautions on our end for you to have a safe experience at, at our location as well. Bill, if I'm going to take screw out for lunch, what do you got for lunch over there? We haven't, we haven't talked about lunch. What do you got? <laughs> This is on tape. He just said he's taking me out to lunch. I am, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you better keep an eye on me when I say I'm going to the washroom. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting the, the reservation in the books right now. <laughs> One of the things I really love, and it's available on lunch and dinner, is our appetizer. We have a chicken fried cauliflower. So a fried cauliflower in the style of, of you know, uh, uh, fried chicken. And um, it has a avocado green goddess uh, dipping sauce. It's wonderful. And some little calabrese chilies on it for a little touch of heat. Um, the Oaken salad, you cannot beat Chef Kristen's lavender vanilla, uh, vinaigrette. It is so good. I just, I want to just keep licking the plate. It's so good. Um, the burgers. Not during phenomenal. COVID. Not during yeah. COVID. Not during COVID. The, the burger's <laughs> phenomenal. Um, I'm a big fan of the BLT. I gotta stop eating as many as I yeah, yeah. try to. And then dinner. What do you what do you push for dinner? What's what's hot? Ah, uh, the trout. I can't get enough of the trout. No doubt the trout. Okay, we put whole the trout fish down. trout coming onto your table, and nothing beats that. Chef Kristen does a really good job with the fish, so our daily catches are always really good as well. Um, right now we have an Atlantic sea bass that she prepares perfect. The uh, octopus salad for a little appetizer. You know, I'm nice. I'm I'm a lover of things from the sea. You know, yeah. I'm uh, so I love that. Uh, the skirt steak with succotash is phenomenal, just phenomenal. The way that she cooks that meat perfect every time, and I I'm a sucker for a good succotash. So. And then for my relatives, uh, let's address the gluten-free, the keto. All There's always something available. We have right. we can we can alter almost all of our dishes for gluten-free. We we have many vegetarian options that 
uh, chef can put together right away. The best bet is to come in and just say what you got, what you need, and the server will, will go talk to the chef and we'll put something together for you. Um, we plan for that. So a lot of our Perfect. items, a lot of our items are, are vegetarian friendly from the get-go, but something that isn't, we have an option for. And what do you think? No Schlitz or PBR. So you're going to have to. Well, you know, you know what? You got Malort there? No, they won't let me take it. No, I'm kidding. They, <laughs> I want Malort here. <laughs> Nobody knows. Well, nobody knows what Malord is. Nobody, <laughs> nobody knows what Malord is in Lake Forest. Scoo, you got anything else? We, we oh, fantastic. Ran a little long, but it's a new place, hot place. I want to make sure we covered everything for Bill here. Good luck, uh, with you that, look, Bill. Thank you, thank you, Bill. You're located at 200 North Field Drive uh, in West Lake Forest, right? Yep, yep, right. And um, uh, the main entrance. Yeah, right in the right in the Conway uh, Business Park. Got it. And the website is oakendistro.com. Correct. And then you have the foresterhotel.com. The Forester Hotel. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I know it's a little bit too soon, uh, but is there any any business or vendor you want to give a shout out to that maybe we'll bring on the show to uh, say, hey, man, thanks for helping out our boy, Bill? Honestly, I'd love for you to contact uh, Marlena, the general manager at the Forrester Hotel, so she can talk better about the hotel than I did. Because, you know, this is a historic property being that, yeah. you know, again, the first in 92 years. So this is a, a really, um, a really interesting time right here for us, because, you know, there's a lot of eyes on us being, being that, you know, that, yeah. that that is such a, such an interesting thing that I would have never guessed, you know, before I came, came here. Wow, 92 years, huh? But that's a big deal. And the Forrester Hotel's got a lot of very innovative things going on with it as well. And I, I would hate to not do it justice. I would I would say if you were to have Marlene right. on, that'd be great. That's, that's smart. Well, yeah. that was a heck of an article I saw in the Tribune uh, with her in there. And mm -hmm. Mayor George was there. That's That, that, that was awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll let you go. Bill, thanks uh, for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Nice meeting you both. And I, I look forward to seeing you guys. And we'll... Uh, Pour some drinks, some not some some with alcohol, some without, so you can taste I'll, taste the difference. I'll, I will definitely belly up to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and can be reached at Pete at Lake Forest blog. The link will be in the podcast notes uh, below. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, cue the Lake Forest Band. <laughs>